Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. I am finally back to almost my usual self. You have some pre-recorded episodes where you'll notice, I think one is on the 8th. I am definitely not in my usual energy because I had a fever. Oh my gosh, I know, right? I haven't had a fever in like forever. And I was like, hmm, which upgrade are we going through right now? <laughs> Here we go. Which upgrade are we going through right now? So on that note, <clears throat> we have a little bit of uh, channel guidance. I'm a mystic here, 5D though, not 4D. So 4D are a bunch of teenagers that have no adult in the house yet. And who is the adult in the house? I was thinking about a song right now. Securely attached people are the adults in the house. That means the people who are willing to take ownership of their emotional plane. That means also because they care about their quality of life, they care about their relationships. So they will begin on their own to do something about how they treat people and themselves. First of all, themselves. If they don't do that, then they will be motivated by people, but eventually it has to be yourself because otherwise you're just a child who's looking for a caregiver, which would be your primary one or at least a certain number of them. So we're alloparenting beings. Anybody who's new, if you believe in devils or demons, you need to go somewhere else because that's for your 4D mystics, not 5D. And that's because they don't know about Patrick McNamara. And even if they do, they're going to call him a reptilian or something like that because all of the people who are, again, 4D mystics are teenagers. And FYI, we have some videos where I mentioned 4D mystics in tarot. I meant to say another word, but the reality is they're in the 4D mystic plane anyways, because really mystics are people in my book who believe in stuff that is beyond the sciences, which is great and dandy since there's no way for scientists to explain everything all the time, but that doesn't mean that yoga is the science of well-being. No, yoga is yoga. Well-being is something that we can all talk about. Sciences have a way that they study well-being, and it's been shown that integration of the brain is your and my optimal well-being. And yoga helps your brain to grow your brain structure, not your mind. Your brain structure has a corpus callosum, which connects your left and right mode. Now, if you had childhood trauma, you are fucked. No, you're not fucked, but you definitely will have had a lesser advantage than I, because your brain will have a compromised, thank you Daniel Siegel, compromised corpus callosum. So you're going to have a lesser great brain. Yes, but guess what yoga can do? And no, it doesn't bring demons out, but if you have childhood trauma, well, there you go. Stuff's going to come up and it ain't demonic, but hey, guess who's going to talk to you about demons and guess which way you're going to go if you are not a smart person who chooses yourself first. And guess what happens when people are in their children who live in the past all the time because their first three years of life were terrifying like fuck and they were trying to make the household safe. No, they were basically prisoners in a terrifying household. It's called attachment traumatization. So when you learn stuff that's really important, because see, to me, humans are important since I'm a human too. And I love people and I want to help people since I was a little kid. Yep, I chose to help people. I'm helping people now. And that's through being the woo-woo pseudoscience lady. And oh, have I got a joyride to go from here on. I always knew my Claire's would serve something bigger than just, you know, talking about Claire land with 4D mystics. Because see, the 4D people, we're special. No, we're not. We're just people. No, no, but we're more special. No, no, no. Yeah, but we have special gifts. No, again. And then at a certain point, you have to appease the child because otherwise they're going to be like, what are you saying? And they begin to get pissy in their pants because they're like, you're telling me I'm not special now. Now, now you're going to become my enemy the minute that you keep saying you're not special. And then you're going to become the devil and demon and a reptilian for me. And oh my gosh, you're, you're haunted. So long story short, there's a lot of ways we can use a story. Yes. And some of us don't use stories. We use data. I'm a person, I got a body, it's an embodied brain. As I was saying, well-being, thank you, Daniel Siegel. So corpus callosum, compromised if you have had attachment traumatization, attachment wounds, who knows? There's a lot of different ways. I'm not a diagnosis person, but I'm letting you know if you have an inner child that you can't tend to, meaning you can't trust humanity and you can't have love and be all happy and stuff, yeah, guess what? You have some therapy you might want to do or at the very least get information on your brain if you want to be smart, for real, not pretend. Or badass, for real, not pretend. A lot of pretend badasses out there. They don't know intimacy or what it means to have an actual confrontation. They don't know what an adult is like in their body. 
and I'm actually very serious right now, but what I'm also not is going to be crying for people who don't put in the work, hurt people who hurt people, and the whole bleeding thing, yeah, please, enough with the sagas, 4D mystics are teenagers all over the plane, don't go bleeding on other people, and then they yell at each other, like they're schooling each other again on how to be grown-ups, and none of them are grown-ups yet, because if they were, they'd be quiet, and be like, you know what, I'm out, thanks for the, the lunch, or the time, it was great, I had fun, because you would recognize the limitations on a person, because if you don't put your best foot forward to try and be authentic, genuine, and be a part of a conversation like a grown-up, I'm going to notice you're playing a game sooner or later because it's going to be a pretend face. While authenticity has no, what's the word? I, yes, sued system. Authenticity is from a sued system. I forgot. The higher functioning areas is when you're good to be your flawed and perfect self. So you're like, I'm not pretending. This is who I am. Oh, there's nothing hiding. You can keep on trying to wield that sword around. I'm still here. I don't know what you're doing anymore. That's how it happens when you're adult inside your entire life, which is why you get it when people are like, ah, you're so annoying. Yes, I was an annoying teenager. I'm still an annoying adult, but I just learned how to be an adult that wouldn't be annoying. Really, it's because I don't like to use my mouth or my time with people who don't know how to use their brain. And if their brain structure has been compromised and they don't have any idea of it, I'm not going to be trying to inform them if they're going to roll their eyes at me and be like, oh, again, about trauma and structural dissociation, please, enough with it. I just want to go eat and stuff my face full of sweets so that I can get another day in the hospital and keep self-loathing on myself and keep on laughing about it and watching movies and thinking that's life. So there's so many different ways people think. They are doing grown-up land. You know, it's funny. When I was in college, there was this one guy. I'll never forget him because he's like, wow, you still live with your parents? I'm like, yeah. Now I'm 43. I still live with family. And, and I still see those same stares of the Americans particularly because their culture is all about, not all of them, but a good portion of them. They think independence means you got your own home. <laughs> yes, independence has nothing to do with the amount of money you have because if I can wield my little baton and you follow me like a little, mm-hmm, yeah, I know what I'm not, and here's where I'm very sad to say there's a lot of childhood trauma out there, and a lot of people, they follow magic wand. I don't like magic wands, not when they're used in a certain way. I like to just be direct, and it's not in a way to try and provoke anything. It's actually a way to try and educate, and that's the difference is I care. So I can be a smartass if I want with information from the good neurobiology experts, not the ancient silverbacks. Oh, I know all about how their tendency of using the word God and Jesus in the words of textbooks. Yes, it's a story, people, because you can't prove it. Same way you can't unprove science. No, unprove. That's the point. Sciences has a way. Empirical data, it's called. If you know how to do statistics and if you know what it means to be an academic, if you care to be educated. Some people, they don't care and some people are educated and they still do drugs and actually they're still in shame cycles because they have trauma and they think they're smart. It's not good that you're going to keep healthy, by the way. There's a lot that goes into your system and your suit system is number one. Learn to navigate it, and then we can talk about your health. But if you're navigating from your threat and your drive system, well, your body's already unhealthier than mine, even if I drank more than you did, for example. Just saying. But again, let's not go into that detail, shall we? Let me get into some compassionate mode. Again, if anyone believes still in devils and demons, you want to go somewhere else because there's no devil or demon in the actuality of afterlife. In the life that you're living, yes. And people who experience those types of visions that they see in their mind's eye, because I'm a mystic and I have had plenty of consults with people, what I've told them is, Patrick McNamara, don't worry, you're not going to be possessed. And FYI, you have a big trauma experience from your past. I should inform you, your brain is trying to heal itself. It's trying to get that trauma memory allocated into your hippocampus. Oh, let me go back to yoga and why it doesn't bring demons out of you, but it does help you to work the brain structure of yours that you can, in fact, get back onto the road. You're not done healing people. You're never broken. So the good trauma experts will inform you of this. The bad ones will give you a label. They'll slap it on you, and then we got to see influencers being assholes with their diagnoses and people actually following them. They're all teenagers. Again, they want on with the bandwagon of, oh, I'm going to be that person over there. I, I like them. They're shouting in this way. That's what people do. Teenagers, they follow the crowd. 
Some people, they want to, again, follow a different crowd. Let's bring humanity to the forefront. That's my crowd. It's a crowd over here. It's called unconditional love. We are all amazing. And our system, mwah, we're going to make it. No, it's never going to be perfect. But hey, guess what we can? We're going to keep trying to get secure attachment going. That's going to heal trauma. So when you are a healthy self-worth person, you don't talk down to no one and you don't talk up to them. It doesn't matter how old you are. You don't have shame. I don't know shame. Ask my mother about it. Now, I was permitted to speak a lot because that's, you know, the Neapolitan way. Thank goodness I was allowed to be a rude child. Yeah, some people, that's what they would call it. Well, now I'm a smart-ass child who's a grown-up, and I can tell you all about what it's like to not have ever the desire to look down and think that I should feel ashamed of being myself, ever, E-V-E-R, which is why when people have misunderstood that to be something different, it's okay. I'm okay with looking like something I'm not because at the end of the day, that's exactly my point. Who's going to be the little casting of a stone today? The evil and good. Let's think about that, teenagers, shall we? Let's cast the stone from the storyland. You see, it's all storyland. Once you get into Shiva land and you know what enlightenment is all about, a lot of blah, 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 blahs, as long as you're still in the spirituality soul age group, you've not achieved the enlightenment soul age group. You have no idea how to use your brain to the fullest potential, nor how to differentiate between data, a story, an ancient silverback, and a 5D educator, which is somebody who's going to empower you with information, not limit you. But the only way you're going to be unlimited if you believe, if you believe in the unlimited potential of humanity. And that's the very spot where people, every time, it's, oh, humans, they're so icky. Wow, really? You're a human. Oh my gosh. I've laughed about this inside since I was a kid. I used to tell people in their face. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to get shit for this every time because they'd be like, no, no, but I'm different. So you're different, but all of the rest of human beings are not. Yes, Maria, really? Okay, let me stop doing that, shall I? Did anybody remember about overgeneralization? That's exactly what keeps people stuck in there. Lo and behold, trust break, trauma, safety behaviors, all of that. And we got teenage land all over the place. So the good portion of people, meaning the ones who could easily gravitate, move into secure attachment. Wow. Yeah, let's not talk about those ones because the serious business is the ones who I actually hope they find a good therapist so they can get out of their shitty bodies so that they can actually use their brain. Yoga, it helps to grow corpus callosum, which connects your left and right mode. Left is your chit chatter, right is where all the sensations come up, your implicit memory, those first three years of your life. So if there was hell in your house, well, guess what's in your body? Yes, and your six basic emotions, those brain circuits of all the emotions, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were suppressed. So you got a lot of work that if you want, you can do. It's going to take time. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. Kids don't like to learn. I forgot about that one. I loved learning for some reason. Kids didn't like learning. I learned how to read books to kids. They would sit around me or I would make them sit around me and I would read to them. That's why I would be consistently told, Maria, you're not the mother, you're a child. Stop being like a mother. And as a teenager, I did not do my stuff. I came to my senses sooner than later, and I had only myself to blame. No, no, I just said, okay, you made some choices. They were definitely not the right ones. What have we learned today? And what have you learned in this past year or so? The teenagers are emotionally immature. They don't got your back. They're all liars. They actually are all very immature in a way of being competitive. They don't know how to speak truths. They, they seem to always want to take what's of, I don't know what, what's the deal. Well, it's okay. We don't need to really use time with those who don't know how to, you know, tell us the truth. We can just keep living life. And that's exactly how you do it with an open heart. Lo and behold, now that I'm a grown up, I'm like, wow, good therapist. Thank goodness. They're going to save the planet from all of the half-lives that people are living, and it's called they get to heal their trauma and become securely attached adults whenever and if they want to. In the meantime, I get to live a soothed system, which is the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, in a very simplified way. It's so nice, the human way, and to talk about it. So when you heal for real, <laughs> you enjoy life. And when you know it's a process, you know you can't speed it up. You also know you don't want to speed it up because you enjoy every breath you take, because that's what it feels like, and this is what irritates people that have insecure attachment. They actually get irritated by people who have self-confidence. I learned that as a teenager. That's really fascinating. I guess I'll have to try and keep that one to myself. Whenever there's rejection, it's not protection, people. The only people who need to hear this are the same who don't get a handle of their zero one-year-old and say, it's okay to be you. 
you're good. They're just different. It's called differences. What's the deal? Why are you making such a big deal about it? Now, again, let me spell out people who have an inner adult. That's what I have. We don't have shame. As I said, I'm trying to help you understand this because see, my body feels good with being Maria. Always has, always will. <laughs> the only what? Nope, never. <laughs> never, ever, ever in my head have I ever said, oh, don't be yourself, Maria. It's like, what are you telling me to do? You're asking me if something, see, this is impossible. I can't not be me. <laughs> I live me. Like you're, you're, you're giving me what is called a contradiction in the minute you're speaking it. So instead of going into shame, what I did was I'm going to ponder what you're telling me because it doesn't make sense to my physical human being smart brain. Because see, a smart brain is going to be like, I am myself. This is the self. You're getting it. It's thoughts and emotions are coming from my mouth. Why are you trying to play with my mouth? I ain't playing with your mouth. I'm not telling you how to speak. Why are you trying to tell me how to speak? You can instruct me on how to build a piece of paper. No, yes, maybe I can learn with machines, right? Okay, so you're not going to tell me how to live life. Now, I have to share, though, I have a mother who's very equanimous. And so here's the deal. She also likes to tell us that it's our life that we're living. And guess what my drive is? So when you're an inner adult with a driver, though, that is your own self-agency, it's not bonding, it's not certainty, although we have those two too. But the self-agency is the bigger dominant factor. You just go and ask my mother how I was as a child. You'll find out. There was plenty of don't tell me what to do and me having to put up with it. So once I got to be an adult, I was like, yes, I'm an adult now. Nobody's going to tell me what to do anymore. And lo and behold, that is not how it works, huh? So anyways, when you are freely a three-year-old with fun in your lovely life, it's because you got to learn how to expand consciousness. And when, on the other hand, you didn't have a secure attachment inside of you, the inner adult with your inner child, and no shame, unconditional love with flaws and perfections. Again, I, I raise my hand here. Let me share a word or two of why one, five demystics will not tell you to cancel the people from your oversoul. Also, there's no saga with twin flames. Please, please stop if you're 5D mystic. If you're 4D, go to the 4D ones, please. But if you're 5D, understand your oversoul, all of humanity, is your family. Now, you either can become securely attached and live the best life ever or not. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. In fact, you won't. The beauty of what resonates is that it'll only resonate with people who understand how to unconsciously love themselves and others with flaws and imperfections. I'm bringing you enlightenment the human way. I get to translate spirituality concepts in the human translator way with the lovely, good neurobiology, attachment, and trauma experts, not the ancient silverbacks. Those I get to try to dismantle for those who are smart. Those who are not smart, they're going to flock like a bunch of geese do to the people who tell them the reality they want to see because they have a preference since they're all superheroes. They're fighting the same supervillain and they're rescuing themselves. Again, saviors are codependent people. They take the name of Jesus and they're now slapping a label on themselves, talking about themselves as martyrs or superiors. There's your codependent and they're schooling you. If they're educators, they're looking like soldiers who are schooling you. What I really don't like is when I see people actually with this demeanor. Ah, let me tell you, oh, look at that. But what is even more horrible is when I see the people following them. There's this scene that I saw with this one person. She's got, I don't even know how many people that follow her. She's an influencer. And I saw her terrifying a human being on stage. Literally, she was all over this person, like a dictator. And this person allowed every single moment of that to happen, as well as like a little good subject. Good girl obeyed the master. And this is a person who's looked up to. And I'm like, wow, I'm ashamed of both of them because neither of them is a full human being, but they're enmeshed enough to know that they belong to that little ethical group of culty, ethical cult. There you go. There, there's your ethical cult. So when I, an adult sees something like that, we're like, what the fuck? Oh my gosh, let me move away from that one. Uh, yes, we move away and try to educate people. Okay, empowerment means that you know how to rule your own emotions, which means if you think you're manipulable, then get to good therapy so that you can become a person who knows how to stand up and say no. Okay, let's talk about serious business, why people don't know how to say no. Patrick Tiahan, L-I-C-S-W, he is a childhood trauma survivor healed. I always say healing because I don't know if he considers himself completely healed or if considers still healing because... He knows his stuff, and he spreads a lot of good information, 
good, not the bad one, good information and has a community on childhood trauma. So let's share and spread awareness, shall we, like grown-ups do. The inner adult, as Patrick says, is the expert on the present. The inner child is the expert on the past. And here's where he spells out something my mentor, Amanda Curtin, L-I-C-S-W, would say all the way through doing childhood trauma work with clients. Most inner child work is actually about getting a stronger adult in place so that we can nurture, reparent our inner child and live a less reactive and messy life. The adult does all the work and the inner child watches someone finally take care of them. Therefore, the inner adult is the expert on things like how our boss is just a person in our life, not the ultimate authority on who we are. And that counts for any reader or any educator or any other person on the face of this planet, including anything. If you still believe in some entity that commands you from above, then again, you should go to those spirituality and or religious institutions and disengage from listening to any mystic and any other person on the face of this planet and just lock yourself up in those communities. Because really, that's, that's what it's coming down to. It's coming down to let's all separate into groups. Some people are going to separate into their closed groups. We already have them somewhere in America. I, I still forget about those places, and I will not really ever be interested in going there because I can't even believe that they would stay locked up in that type of mindset. I'm, I'm still like, how does this happen? But in a country that wants to talk about being... Yes, I'm going to leave that one to the side right now because there's a lot of countries that talk about words that they really, I don't even know if they know what they're talking about. They, they don't. If they did, then they'd use good education. Somehow this word doesn't mean much. Oh, FYI, there's another type of content we're going to do. And it's that, yes, educated people can make healthier decisions, but it's not about that. It's if they want a better quality of life and the quality of their relationships that they make good decisions. Otherwise, they're not really caring about how to work with their mindset at all. They're just flaunting labels and, you know, using those certificates to do a lot of other stuff because I've met plenty of educated people. Their inner child in codependent relationships, they're all over that one, like majorly, even more sometimes than the ones who don't have any education. So here, let me continue. Uh, the inner adult is an expert on the fact that it is safe to take more risks and handle such risks like asking for better intimacy, knowing that our triggers aren't correctly sized for the present, asking questions even if it causes anxiety, handling life in an empowered way, who is safe and who isn't, how to read people's emotions and intentions better, not from our childhood trauma narrative. So all of these things I've known my entire life pretty much because I know how to say what I'm feeling and when I'm feeling it and how not to taint a picture with the feelings, but to just say, this is the data. These are my emotions. I'm not talking about you in any way that you need. You're, I'm using your name and we can talk about something, an inner adult. That's all it is. It's I won't shame, blame, fault or revenge you. And when people do the whole envy, revenge, spite, we don't try proving shit because Usually when we do, as a teenager, I remember all people, no, no, I didn't do it on purpose. Okay, I know you did it on purpose. No, I didn't. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, you didn't lie on purpose. No, okay, cool. So once you understand you can't really do much about people knowing how to have guts, there you go. It's pretty straightforward. We don't really care if you're going to lie because it just shows that you don't know how to say the truth. The teenagers like to keep on doing the little battle. They're all in their children who are still trying to prove their worth to each other. That's the difference. They, they need a thumbs up. So again, rejection is protection is what a 4D will tell you. No, no, rejection, there ain't no rejection or protection. It's you're either going to come together and be in harmony or not. Very straightforward. And harmony is actually nice. And so is when you enjoy each other's company because you love to hang out. It's very simple. Oh, yes, that's right. So securely attached people know about accepting love because we will have had the ability to accept ourselves without confusion about how to love ourselves. So loving acceptance. We will also know that we don't work for love. No, no, it's either there or it's not. Uh, I ain't working for shit, and you should not either. If you're working to be yourself, then there's an issue here. You shouldn't be working to just be your authentic self because nobody asked you to pretend to be someone you're not. Oh, yes, and those basic six emotions, being able to share them. Yep. So if you know how to be vulnerable, raise your hand. I'm going to raise my hand right now and how not to be ashamed of it when somebody doesn't like it. Raise your hand again. Yep. Again, inner adults, no shame. So we can do all of this, no problemo. But a person who needs help doing this, Patrick Tihan. Again, childhood trauma survivor, healed healing, 
therapist has a community. You can go join them. And that way you can be supported. An inner child, on the other hand, is the expert on what it was like growing up. So they have the emotional data from family. How people in childhood made us feel unsafe, he says, and here's your attachment wounds. How we decided to cope the way we do, that's surviving it and why. And how we got our needs met or survived, so navigating the toxic people. What we believed about ourselves and others, believing in the lies. And the inner child is not an expert on things like our dating life. That would be disastrous and often is, which instead most people have teenagers, which are their inner children, leading their dating life. And as Tara Real points out, the adaptive child, because that's what an inner child is and a teenager, when I use those words, they don't do let's chit-chat to have harmony. No, no. They're presenting, I want power and control over this conversation right now. They're already in their biological rudeness. I will make sure that I'm right and you're wrong. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to start getting pissy and make it all about myself. And if that doesn't work, eventually I'm going to lead to say you're evil. And I twist this so bad that I'm going to make up some story about it. And then I'm going to withdraw in isolation and I will do it all over again. And I'll just call it something. And there you go. And there's a shame cycle for you too. So the adults don't do any of that. We do direct communication and we clear it up. There you go. It's done. We don't have to rehash things up because we already will have clarity. Now, when people, on the other hand, have things they want to talk about that they haven't talked about, if they've grown up, then they actually have fun doing it. It's an experience that they want to engage in. When people are still afraid, they haven't handled a lot of things within themselves. So an inner child is very important for you to notice. And that's why we don't go around asking people to share stuff that they don't want to share. 5D mystics, 4D thinks they know everything, but 4D mystics, they're not grown-ups yet. So they actually are the martyrs or superiors or the blamers, and they think that they need to fix people, and no person is broken. Childhood trauma doesn't make you broken. You have a shame defectiveness button, yes, but that's yours to heal. That's you to choose yourself and say, I'm not defective or unworthy. I am who I am as I want to be, and I can learn how to be in harmony as a grown-up with people. And on that note, it is about you being able to be direct communicator, not shame, not blame, not do any of the indirect stuff, passive-aggressive or low self-esteem. And this is a conscious choice that a person can make because when you're interacting with people independently from if you know about good trauma information or not, you will know how to address a person as an adult versus as an emotionally immature human being. And this is where the past is living in me. This was one of the other Patrick Tiahan shares that I wanted to talk about because for those with childhood trauma, their past is living with them and usually they want nothing to do with it, but there it is. So when you have people who don't know how to handle themselves as an adult, that's why it's called biological rudeness. They're in a defense mode and they're in their survivor mode. So if they're not aware of their own childhood stuff, they're not going to be able to talk to you about it or to themselves. Survivors don't spend time dwelling on or living in abuse. Ironically, he says, we put a lot of energy, if not all, into suppressing and forgetting as best we can. It should be thought of more like the abuse won't let the survivor go, rather than the survivor making a big decision to move out from it, to move on from it. The phrase or idea doesn't work, he says, and survivors don't long for body memories, flashbacks, or breakdowns at work. They're just trying to get through their week. Until our past is witnessed, shared, processed, and healed, which takes time, money, and energy, it will manifest in most of our daily lives. It will pop up in everything from our thoughts about ourselves in the morning to how we engage with others. The phrase, you are living in the past, he says, implies choice to which the survivor didn't have in childhood and doesn't have in the present. It also dismisses horrifying things that children go through and then are later blamed for. It's a very shaming phrase, usually said while the survivor is trying to process snapping fingers or clicking our heels and telling ourselves that we dismiss or forgive what our family systems did and will be different from now on and stop being affected by the emotional, physical, and sexual abuse is bullshit. Uh, they would have done so if it worked like that, of course. So to remember that the past is living within a person who has an inner child. Now, the part about hurt people who hurt people 
they can find good therapy. And as Patrick Diahan points out, it takes energy, money, and what else is he, and um, time. But the part about money, that's where I know a lot of people say some people can't get good therapists. First of all, if a person doesn't look into what's going on within them, and I've seen many people who have childhood trauma not look into good therapy in the sense of having good information to try and work with themselves so that they can work with people that they love. Because when you have a secure attachment person, you're going to find that you are going to be accepted exactly as you are. No one's going to shame, blame, fault, or revenge you for anything at all or bring up something that is in a way... So I have to spell a note for the Zen masters here. You all will know this already if you are in the Enlightenment Soul Age group is no person owes you or I or anyone an apology when every person began their life as a zero one-year-old, the point is they all will keep living in their past until they are able to be aware of those first three years of their own implicit memory stuff come up. So while others want to bask in the whole demons and devils and humans can't ever be one or whatever it is, what we're talking about right now is anyone can have an inner adult who can be a person that has direct communication and so lovingly accepts all people for how they are, has them not work for the love that is not needing to be worked for, has them understand basic emotions. You can explore them with people safely. It's called being safe haven, secure basis for people. It's called being a securely attachment figure, and that's what true friendship and true relationships are. So the adults are the people that I get to talk to because that means you want to learn how to emotionally that you understand humanity and you understand that children who grow up, which is every person, will some, yes, some will get healed, some will not. Doesn't mean they can't learn because you know how people learn? How do children learn? They learn by behavior. And so it is in the minute that you look at a person whole and you treat them as whole and you keep treating them as whole and you allow your body, because your body, though, needs to be in your soothe system. Their body is a mammalian body just like yours and their body will remember home. So if they're triggered, that doesn't mean anything of an energy vampire, dark aura or any shit like that that the 4D talks about. No, if they're triggered, it's their inner child coming up. That gives them the opportunity to claim it, to take ownership to thank it, to realize something, and then to move into their higher potential if they want to. And they don't have to hurt another person again. In fact, that's the beauty of direct communicators. Oh, and an inner adult who has no shame. Again, we're flawed and imperfect. So the minute somebody says something nasty, it's like, well, thank you so much for that one. I'm going to add it to my list. Are you good now? Did you get it off your chest? Okay, let's move on. So the last of our lovely Patrick Tiahan and his post it is neither always you or never is of being wrong. For childhood trauma, often can be wired for extremes in many things, including conflict. This is true, especially before we do any work on ourselves. We were set up to not know how to do conflict and intimacy. And this is the opposite of a person who has secure attachment, an inner adult. We know how to handle conflict and we love intimacy because we have intimacy with ourselves and we don't have inner conflict. When we have our exploration of whatever goes down with our charges, it's inner growth. This is why we talk about the inner growth mindset. So an inner adult is a person who handles their nervous system. That's why your own safe haven and intimacy is not a problem. Loving yourself is not a problem. Having flaws and imperfections, again, not a problem. So we don't actually use any extremes with anything in general because we know how to handle, again, conflict and we love to be truly intimate. Now, the part of having intimacy is that if a person doesn't have intimacy with their own self and anyone who's not their inner adult yet doesn't have the complete intimacy of wholeness with their own three-year-old yet, so they can't have fun in life the way we do because we're in a soothe system and in our higher social functioning areas when we're around people. So we're good to be whatever it is we are. Okay, so let's keep reading. Some of us have inner children that can't tolerate being wrong, so we argue, defend, get the last word, get nasty or superior. This is aggressive, he says. Some of us have inner children that take in all the responsibility of conflict and never defend ourselves because it's probably us. Even if we are right, we'll still take blame. This is sneaky. Both are strategies for growing up in abuse that are rooted in shame. 
he says, it's interesting how shame causes various defensive behaviors as one would only think of it as the constant I'm bad and always wrong response to life. But shame, he says, is just about trying not to be seen a certain way. Exactly. So shame is about you not wanting to be seen. The shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic, drugs, alcohol, sex, food, and then isolation. A person who hides away from what's going on because they can't handle the emotional stuff that comes up. And then they have relationships that they splinter and they continue to have suffering in their human being body. And they continue to talk about life with the human suffering narrative versus the love narrative. Okay, so this is where we want to create awareness about this shame defectiveness, which all people who are not yet living their best life, it's because they have not found a way to use their lovely brain structure. And again, it is something that is a choice that you make. Not everybody wants it because not everybody is apparently interested in becoming the human love narrative. No, there's more to it, but we'll talk about it in another episode, not this one and a lot more than just another. I'm going to finish reading this one up. I wonder, he says, if quote-unquote always wrongs are just trying to not be like the quote-unquote never wrongs that they were abused by, and the reverse can be true as well. He says, in conflict, always and never isn't real. It is not human. It's a mess to be doing intimacy with either strategy and also immature and ineffective. Healing these conflict strategies involve being willing to be more vulnerable, to not go there always or never, and working with our inner child to become more secure. And he then goes on to say, here are healing goals for both strategies. So for never, he says, realize that you are not in danger if you're wrong or having a part. You probably do just by having this thing going on and recognizing the damage you do in your relationships, disconnection, and difficulty. What's so threatening about being the problem? Shame. So if you need to refer to this copy, it's on his uh, YouTube channel, Patrick Tiahan. Okay, look him up or reach out and I'll share with you the link. Always, he says, realize that you are not in danger if you push back because owning everything is a way to sabotage intimacy because you're forcing the issues away. What is so threatening to you if you seem a little unlikable in the moment? And he, again, closes with shame. Working on these will be messy and not graceful, but practice anyway. And so he says, realizing that you're not in danger if you are wrong or having a part to play in something. This is where it's a, you're afraid. So when you're saying, I never did that, afraid of having a part to play. But it's normal because there's fear behind if you did something wrong. Always realizing that you can say, I want what I want. And so again, any person who has had childhood trauma, they will have a habit of extremes and really you find the inner child and teenager in the habit of extremes the adults are the ones who always are able to sit in equanimity that's the practice the practice or the inclined self-awareness and awareness of other as well because it's about others when you're an inner adult so securely attached people let's navigate to that for a minute for the inner adult, when we have to deal with anything as a teenager, my teenage boyfriend, I never said we're done forever and ever. <laughs> there is only one time I use the never. And in fact, I've shared this, the one thing I quote unquote regret. There's only one time I've said something that I can't take back. And in fact, I learned from the fact that I knew I wouldn't, I didn't know at the time, but eventually I was like, okay, I'm not going to ever be able to address this conversation because of how things are now. And so when you are a person who's aware of self and in a way of securely attached, again, and knowing all people have flaws and imperfections, the adult of you will learn easily. It's called I'm Consistently Expanding Consciousness. That's why we have an episode dedicated to it. So whether you're a mystic or a functional adult, the 5D plane is for those who are looking to be their second person. And a person who has had childhood trauma that is healing will not be ashamed of their journey. They will also not pout like a teenager about it, meaning they won't be around asking for people to meet them where they have to be met. They will know how to learn from 
for example, Patrick Tiahan's in the in-betweens, how to just create conversations or tear real. There's a lot of great therapists out there explaining how to be a functional adult in your way of addressing each other. We also have our functional adult love language. So for the secure attachment person, as a teenager, there were no ultimatums when I was dealing with the cheating or the lying, all of the friends, all this stuff to this day. These are people that I care for. They didn't treat me in my book like shit. They didn't know how to be emotionally mature. I'm a grown-up. There's still plenty of emotionally immature inner children out there. They all have some type of shame cycle. They might not have big trauma. They will have small trauma. It doesn't matter. They have excuses for why they don't know how to be vulnerable. So here's the deal. When I think of intimacy, I have not met a person who knows how to be intimate with their self because if they did, they'd know that they're flawed and imperfect without shame. And they wouldn't be like, no, no, it's only if you're comparing yourself to other people. That's the excuse that you give yourself when you don't understand what it means that it's okay to be flawed and imperfect because that's actually normal. Meaning that we all have differences, that's all. The ability to be in your body and with other people have a feeling of equanimity. It's something you experience. And so the minute somebody needs to spell out something. One, it's obviously from their perspective. Let me let me share that because I do it plenty enough when I think about it. In my intimate conversations, I will share my point of view. I actually try to learn how to not do that because I don't have to point out my perspective. Now, if a person is curious about my perspective, they will want and they will make it clear to me that they want to hear what I have to say. But I actually don't have to hear what I want to say and that's because I want to share what I am. So when you're a person who's sharing life, it's more about the mutual, that's the point, it's about the mutual joy that you receive and perceive, and uh, it fills you from within. <laughs> There's no actions. It's a, it's a very different feeling. So when you're around people who are really genuinely interested in getting to know you from the depths of you, you will know. And that's because there is no teenager in the room. When people instead have points they want to make, that's the minute you're going to meet their teenager because they're going to interject with something. And obviously you want to be aware if you still have a teenager there because we all can have those areas that are very strong if there's still strength, it means that you haven't gained the complete wisdom of it. I would say that in the past years, and especially this past year, I've been able to put into practice my own wisdom with humanity, my own equanimity as we get to chit-chat about all these things. And so when I do it with people, it's just the same. And the reality, though, is giving the floor is something that I love doing because I love to learn about people. And I love to hear about how they're doing, and I love to just exchange moments. But also because most of the time, you know, if you don't meet people who have the same intellectual interests and then they don't have the same passion uh, for, you know, mysticism, for example. I love tarot, Akashic Records, all of this, all of the mystic stuff is really beautiful, but not in a way of the 4D. And the 4D just keep talking about them being saviors and specials. That's not... No, that's, <laughs> it's like, okay, I don't want a teenager around me. Thank you very much. No, I love the educators, the people that I get to learn with, actually, the ones who have compassion and the ones who know that every person has an inner child. And if they become their inner adult, that's because that's their mammalian heritage. So all of us have a zero, one-year-old. And I look to support to bring secure attachment in addition to 5D mysticism, obviously, for my mystics out there who want to be a 5D and not a 4D, so to be a secure attachment mystic, <laughs> which is way fun, more fun than what I see the 4D doing. Um, but yes, let's support people who want to get that inner adult going, because it's only by being addressed with wholeness and the fact that they can know that they are lovingly accepted for who they are as they are. They don't have to work for love and they can express all of those emotions without repercussions and that even if they don't know how to speak truth that they will be heard and they will be somebody who's seen as whole because the part of pretending, quote-unquote, nobody pretends to be themselves. They're either aware of what they <coughs> are choosing not to say 
or they're not. And if they're not, then they're not pretending. They are the pattern that they've chosen to be. <coughs> and that means that that's how they feel safe. And you're going to allow a person to feel safe because if they need a good therapist, they have plenty of them out there. You're a person who wants to be in people's lives because you love them for who they are, not because you need to change them. You're being yourself. They get to be their self. This is the difference between an adult. So like my teenage boyfriend, he was himself. There was nothing wrong with what he is or what he did, meaning, of course, it was wrong to lie, but he didn't lose any of the love. No, it was different for me as we were going through what in my book was normal as teenagers. Now that I'm a grown-up, I realize most people right here, they don't know how to be intimate with themselves because they have a shame button. They have a child that they did not tend to and say, hey, it's cool to be you. So they're working to be loved, which is not something that you at all will, no, 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 no. Love is free. It is here. And you be you. If it's hard for you to be you, then obviously it's not good. It means you don't feel comfortable around me, which means you don't, it's something that a person will know. Either you can flow or you, you can't. So again, wholeness. Once you allow them to see you can flow here, it's up to them to people if they want to flow in your space how they flow is up to them too and because we are inner adults you can't revenge you can't do the whole envy jealousy spite when people gossip behind your back all this stuff i've i've met them as adults i find it as a teenager i found it cowardly i grew up and learned compassion because of good childhood trauma experts so today i don't use that word or i try not to because really it's a person who's defending themselves from their childhood I feel bad for all the children, in fact. I still do because they all grow up with some type of trust break and then they project it upon humanity. And, and here we are, 2023, ancient silverbacks and people saying authoritarians can manipulate you and you let them. Mm, that's because you didn't learn how to be your emotionally mature person. Well, here's somebody who knows how to. I raise my hand. I have no shame. I've got flaws and imperfections. Come on. Bring it on. Let's learn how to regulate our nervous system. It's not a race of being rude to each other no no if you can't say something nice say nothing take a bit of good advice i never forget that song because it resonated completely and still does but guess what you're not going to do when you're going to spit in my face or insult me you're not going to break me because there's nothing to break you didn't break my bones you morons that's the whole point of as a teenager i'm like what are you talking about how do you break a person like that seriously it's in my head you're not in my head i'm in my head (laughs) The part about being an inner child, a whole three-year-old heart, I'm trying to help you understand there's a difference. We don't have shame. It's called, I'm a person. You're another person. I don't know what you're doing with your mouth, but it's not working. And if you're going to break me, you're going to have to beat me down and physically kill me. But other than that, I'm pretty sure I can get back up because I don't understand why this emotion thing is that big of a deal for you. Now that I've shared that, this is the difference again. A person who has had defectiveness, shame, doesn't feel this way about emotions. They feel like they're going to die as soon as some emotions come up because they didn't have the ability to develop their relationship with feeling in their body sad. I asked my mother how sensitive I I was and still am. (laughs) I'm still sensitive. I laugh because I'm a sensitive person. What can I say? I have a bunch of emotions. And so on that note, I'm not afraid of them. And I don't laugh because it's funny, FYI. I'm trying to share with you all there is a difference. Securely attached inner adult people that have been children their entire life like this, we're like, what are you talking about breaking us with emotions? doesn't make sense. Our brain's not able to capacitate it. It's like, I don't know. (laughs) And on that note, that's why some of us, we love to love because we don't know any other way. And when we know people fear and that's it, it's sad. So let's help those people who are healing their trauma to find the secure attachment people, one, because that way they get seen as whole. They get to learn how to have nice relationships with people who definitely have no issue (coughs) telling them how it is and also have no issue saying we're sorry. Two, they learn how to be their own adult and say they're sorry as well, but not have to do it in a way that involves, in fact, any shame whatsoever. Learning how to be adults with each other is very straightforward for the secure attachment person, for the person who wants to be a secure attachment. So 5D plane, we don't count on our fingers 
anything. We don't present to you, you need our forgiveness, we need your forgiveness. Love is not something you work for. It's our mammalian heritage. We all began as zero one-year-olds. There's no demon or devil, energy vampires, dark auras. There's no karmics or divine counterparts. They're not counterparts. A partner is a person who wants to be in your life, one, and they actually emotionally, mentally, and physically resonate. That, that means they enjoy always being with you, around you. This doesn't have an in-and-out behavior, for example. So the other part of where teenager land is consistently is in another spectrum that's for the relationship so age groups i'm going to leave that to the side but a functional adult securely attached individual will know how to say and present always all of those emotions that come up because that's a point we say here's the data here's my emotions here's my story here's what we can chit chat and we can do it passionately we can do it with confrontation we can do it with any tone we want no one's backing down because we're all inner adults tending to a no our inner child is now an adult that's the point of when you're completely the inner adult and that's secure attachment so i'm a functional adult at all times me personally and i was already personally at a teenager teenage years if you want to learn to be that too it's called secure attachment it can be enlightenment so age group a lot more so tune on in for more so again two we give people the opportunity to be in adult relationships and three, partnerships, again, whether romantic or not, it's people who stick around because they actually always show up because they know how to say, hey, I won't show up tomorrow. And then they know how to say, I'll show up today and be consistent because you know that you're living life. Those 24 hours, that's what you have. Life is a precious gift. Secure attachment and restored embodied self and a human being's wholeness is beautiful because you're living actual aliveness. The good trauma experts explain what this means besides us having also the ability to learn through other means like yoga and spirituality, the good stuff, okay? But it's all because it works your ventral vagal nervous system and your brain structure. So your corpus callosum, prefrontal cortex, hippocampus, and your connectomes, the interconnected connectomes. Integration of your brain is the optimization of your inner and outer well-being. And so science is science and yoga is yoga. And they both come together and state that you, a human being, have the ability to move into your human being secure attachment. With good childhood trauma experts, you learn about what it takes to get out of shame. You that might have shame. I don't have shame. Again, I have a three-year-old whole heart who has no shame. And I share with you that voice so that people can understand secure attachment. We know exactly where we're headed. Always, not just sometimes. 5D mystic, you can ask any person that knows me and my mysticism. I have no questions about my life at all. And when people have presented equations to me, this is the one thing that is the hugest difference, which I've noticed all people who are not here and being their own inner adults have done. Mm, I doubt myself. You know what I have never doubted? Myself. As a human being, me. Does that mean that I've made... Nope, you know what? <laughs> Anyone can make mistakes again, but is it really a mistake? The equation of infinite being able to be in equanimity isn't always because existential things are breathing, eating, drinking, working because we need money. But when it comes to living an actual healthy self-worth, a person who's no shame will know I live. And if you think you have a right to say I shouldn't, I'm not going to give you no, that, that's the whole point I'm trying to make. We don't feel like, oh my God, they just said something hurtful. I'm not in my ancient silverback times. I'm so sorry. Uh, am I supposed to feel that my lifeline's being cut? It's not working on me. Oh, did I come from another planet? No, I'm just a person who has my soothe system in check. It's called my ventral vagal state. It's just a person right here, Maria, being a whole three-year-old heart, no shame, in my body for saying, wow, you just thought something that I think is ridiculous. Actually, it's disrespectful to me, but you know what? I get it. You have insecurity, not the other way around, because, wow, you actually cast a stone and you want to use the name Jesus too? Hmm. I think I'm going to turn and go to spend time with some people who actually know what they're speaking about, because I don't think you know what you're speaking about. So long story short, secure attachment has a very good sense of humor, and we love to be around grown-ups. And we will love to have all of those people who want to be grown-ups too because our human nature is love, not suffering. The whole suffering narrative and the way they're using, let's not even go there. I'm going to leave this one. This is to close on out. 
So join us if you want to be part of the human love narrative and to know secure attachment, inner adulthood with your inner child, a whole three-year-old heart, no shame, just unconditional love. We all have flaws and imperfections. It's okay. We know how to do conflict and intimacy really great. I'm Neapolitan. Again, they're full of passion. I love, this is the one thing I love about this chaotic city. Uh, and yes, cities, don't bring me to the forest. the forest. No, I don't want the forest. There I feel like I'm a predator. No, not a predator. What's the opposite? Basically, I'm, I'm going to be meat, eat, eaten. I forget the words right now. See, that's how my brain works. Uh, what is it called? Yeah, anyways, I'm basically food for the lions and butt and bears and tigers. So I'm just saying, I'm good with people. People are my friends. <laughs> animals, not so much, although I love animals. So on that note, some of us, we are good with being ourselves because we didn't have shame and others can learn how to be their self and not have shame and we follow the rules and we follow respecting people and da 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 we just don't have a commander in chief yes please don't yeah don't bring us soldiers no no that's one of those things it's a, I have a background I'm I'm a, I'm a what are they called a military brat so I have a background I have plenty of friends and I've always told them why I would never join any of the military. The minute that they told me how they yell and disgrace you in your face, I was like, really? You allow people to break you down like that and talk to you like a piece of shit? Hmm, that's interesting because I would never allow any of that to happen. Not even in a million years can you look at me like that and me be okay with it. I'm going to be like, I want to be all over that right now. Oh, no, but they have to break you down so that you can be better than you were before. Wow, really? That's the faith you have in yourself. I see how much you love who you are. Hmm. That's, that's a wow. I, I don't even know what words to use right now because you're allowing somebody to break you down and pummel you into pieces. So again, I actually feel that that's very inhumane. And really, if you want to use the word smart with me and you're telling me you allow somebody to talk to you like that, I'm going to have to look away because my look is not going to be one of respect. It's going to be one of, wow, I, I don't have words to say to that, except for keep believing what you want to believe. In the meantime, I think I should leave right now, like not tomorrow, immediately. So I love that people have things they believe in. I used to believe in a lot of things. Yes, I'll never forget what I got to learn about some of the things that I was taught as I was growing up. Yes, we'll talk about that maybe in the future, but you... You can know that I do believe in one thing. It's called humanity. What I love more than anything are my 5D educators who are all about our lovely restorative embodied self. So I look forward to all people learning their secure attachment and their ability to have no shame and their ability to have an inner adult with an inner child who can smile and say, yeah, don't you fucking yell at me like that because that ain't going to happen. Mm -mm -mm. We don't let authoritarian anythings manipulate our emotions. That's right, because that's what stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable faces, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable, smart faces, smart people actually don't let people talk to them like that. Not even any, it doesn't matter who you are, you'll get the stare. And that's only because we will have been small, so we couldn't do anything about it. Once we're grown ups, we're going to be like, yeah, I'm turning around and leaving. I'm four foot nine. I know I'm four foot nine. I've shared that with my lovely listeners. It's because otherwise I would not have worked out my brain. I would have I would have not had worked out my brain. To this day, I have to laugh because inside of me, there are moments where as I was growing up, I think I would have probably wanted to throw some chair at someone for, for doing something disrespectful. And, and, and so here's, here's the, what is it called? The beautiful cosmic dance, the law of dark matter and dark energy. You always know why you get what you get. So I know I have the small four foot nine body with scoliosis, for example. But I also know, nah, it's BS. I'm just making a story up in my head of something that makes sense to me. Are you making sense in a beautiful way of your story? Here's where, let's close it out with actually our lovely Sadhguru. I love Sadhguru. He has some great quotes. And this one is, the life within you cannot be unpleasant. Unpleasantness is created in the mind. That's right. And your three-year-old has everything to do with that mind. So if you have yet to see human love, well, guess what mind you have? And guess what you can do? One, Patrick T. Hand, so that you can get that childhood trauma survivor education. It's really important if you need that. And that's where you can get that. Over here, you get unconditional love, secure attachment, a person with no shame, and telling you how it works on the other end of the spectrum, healthy self-worth. It's called, don't you talk to me like shit. Otherwise, I'm going to be out. Ciao. Because we learn how not to use our words 
in any way, shape, or form with people who don't hear. And anyone who's in biological rudeness because they're in a threat mode and defense mode, they're not ready to talk. No, they don't want to talk. They're their inner child with a person who terrified them. We don't want to terrify them. We just wanted to be friends and play and have fun in life. But, you know, sometimes intimacy, it's not something people want as well as they don't know how to do, again, good conflict. Good conflict is passion. It's not conflict, in fact. It's, it's more of a dance, a tango. That's why tango is one of the most amazing dances ever. So anyways, join us if you want to learn more about you know, being a functional adult, enlightenment soul age group, 5D mystic, all of this great stuff, secure attachment, and more. Have a wonderful day.